First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, dobre den, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pod of the Everyman. That's right. It's the Two Beers Podcast, Jordan and Drew, giving it to you how you like, slinging it on the reel, Pod of the Everyman, did I say that? Pod of the Everyman, can you, the real question is, can you say it enough? Can you say it enough? Oh man, what an episode we have lined up here. We're actually going to be a little bit light on Beer 1 Sports and... Nice and hot and heavy in yeah, beer what the, too. What the heck? Sports are sports are down. Down yeah. sports week. Yeah. I mean there's news out there, but like nothing that's like, you know, tick, tickles you in your nether regions. Just Yeah, that's true. Just 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 the standard fair. Fair point. Um, fair point. All right. Well, speaking of tickling in our nether regions, let's assume positions for the world famous two brew salute. And a three. And a two. And a one. Boop. Oh, man. I was trying to think, like, what's a good sound effect we can add on here to uh, really episode 110? We got to start getting sound drops. That could be one. Boop. <laughs> Afternoon delight. What are you drinking? What are you drinking, brah? Oh, you were drinking, actually drinking. I'm uh, drinking a Lagunitas Hazy IPA. Oh, Lagunitas, eh? Um, Little Lagunitas. I have an Alchemist uh, Heady Topper. So, i got like, I think one more of these left. So, yeah, sir. That's what I'm drinking. Love it. Um, Love it. All right. So, like we said, Beer 1's going to be a little bit light. We have Yellowstone and Walking Dead to talk about in Beer 2. So, i am got my nipples hard just waiting for Beer 2. But, anyway... Um, no boxing to talk about. There was very little last <laughs> week. Uh, plenty, well, some people have stuff to talk about, but yeah, I mean, there's there was there's nothing of note this weekend. There was very little of note last weekend. Um, I don't even think there's any news out there, right? <laughs> there's some names fighting in December, but no real big fights. Nah, no, no, Tito Estrada. I mean, in I, I mean, three. like. You have certain guys that are talking about fight dates are set, but like I don't, I don't understand why like they're not announcing fights. I, I, I don't, I, I don't get it. Like Boots, I mean we love Boots, but like he a week ago he said fight date locked in, ready to go, this and that. It's like can you just announce who's fighting already? Like let's, like let's get excited about something. Davis, uh, Davis tweeted out January DC. I'm sure he deleted it ten minutes later, like he does all his tweets. Um, but. But yeah, and of course, I I wish I'd love to know what like these ultra Crawford and Spence stands do for a living. Man, the amount of time these dudes spend on Twitter talking about the other guy and their guy is just like insane. Like, I, just be like I don't I don't want to be rude and be like, do you have do you have a job? Like, what do you like like what do you do? <laughs> um. Yeah. Like I like I consider us pretty big boxing enthusiasts at this point. Obviously, we've done 110 episodes where somehow we started just we just start talking about boxing for 30 minutes before anything else. 
and like you know we have we well, like we'll use like loma as an example like we're pretty big loma guys but like i don't even know the last time i tweeted about loma like these dudes are weird just weird just guys are just fucking weird so i've gotten to the point where like when guys like just like start getting angry and like curse and stuff i'm just like relax like errol spence doesn't pay your rent calm down yeah <laughs> like just 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 calm down so it's, it's crazy but yeah they're still they're still talking like people are still tweeting about like whose fault it's like dude like they're not getting the fight what are you still talking about this for yeah like move on <laughs> move on yeah I, I i at one point felt like i wanted to you know kind of go to battle for crawford and his his resume but at this point i'm just like this is this is just all a bunch of hot air like, yeah, like it, care. None of it's it even matters. Yeah. yeah it's just it's yeah you know just dull man yeah. Like the the like the only thing I'll defend but on last thing we're gonna talk about this because the fight it's funny because the fight would have been this weekend good thing you didn't put that non refundable deposit down on that hotel room like you know, ah, <laughs> like the only thing I'll say for Bud that I feel like people just keep taking this comment out of context where he where he keeps saying that like he's secure with his career and his legacy and this stuff like that's not to say he doesn't want to fight Errol Spence like. He's basically he he when he says that he's basically that that's him that that's what he, he's saying that I like they think they have me over a barrel like like everyone thinks PBC and Errol Spence can just dictate to Bud like as if Bud's like just needs to like bend over and take whatever like they break him off but like that's where he says that he's like yeah I I, I don't need to do that like I'm I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer I've made millions I'm a three weight champion I've been undisputed like. I don't have to take some shitty deal if that's because you want, like, you need me more. That's what, when he's saying you need me more than I need you, <laughs> like, that's what he means. Like, I get it. It's disappointing that, like, he says that so where it's not more motivated to make the fight. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't fault Crawford for that because he's right. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I know you guys think, like, you know, because you, you put, like, you know, th- these people in Texas Stadium or whatever that, like, I just have to take some shit deal. But I, I, I don't. But that's, that, that, that's it. We're, we're we're moving on. Who uh, who do you think Tank ends up fighting? I got three options. Tell me tell me which one's more realistic. Okay. Uh, if it's Rally, I'm not I'm not, I'm never supporting Tank Davis again. But so I'm not even gonna entertain the idea that we could be getting a, a Tank Rally too. Um, Isaac Cruz too. Uh, or Gary Russell Jr. Or. Gary Antoine Russell, or is it Gary Antoine? What's the brother's name? Or is yeah. it Antoine Gary? Or the brother at 140 moves down to 135 and fights Tank. Which of those three do you think is most likely to happen in Jan? It's not He's not fighting Ryan Garcia in DC. In Jan. That's no way. That's where they would pick for that fight to happen. Raleigh. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate you. I, I I bet you it's Isaac Cruz, and I'm gonna be just. I'm gonna be so mad. If that's the case, okay. So I'd ra- I'd rather him fight Gary Russell Jr. Like even though obviously he'll destroy Gary Russell at one thirty five, than Isaac Cruz too. They're they're not putting them in there with anybody half decent until they have to. And uh, that, but, so but that, Cru- that, th- that throws the the Russells right. Yeah, out. but at one thirty five, that's that's like that's like him fighting I'm Santa Cruz. Tell, I'm just telling you the truth. You don't have to accept it. Well, I'm just saying, like Santa Cruz is a is a you know was a a good fighter, but like he had you know he had the disadvantage moving up to one thirty. Like Gary Russell's a natural hundred and twenty six pounder. Move him up to one thirty five. Tank's gonna eat him alive. Okay. 
So, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be Cruz too. Okay. Cool. That's it for boxing, man. Yeah, I got nothing else. All right, NBA catch and shoot, Drew. Spitball here. Oh, what, baby. What do we? Uh, let's start. Problems. More more problems in Brooklyn. I was I was <laughs> saying let's. Jesus. I don't know how we can talk about this every week. Uh, oh maybe we God. don't, but I don't know. Maybe it's just so juicy. It's just it's just so juicy. I mean, shocker of all shocker. People within the Brooklyn Nets are becoming frustrated with Ben Simmons and his his desire to want to play basketball. I mean, right? Stunned? Like, stunned? Is that the right word? This is my shocked face. <gasps> <gasps> really? um, I don't know if this quote was real from Kevin Durant. Did you see? I, I, I never got confirmation on if he actually said this or not. But this just goes back to our or my rant last read it to me and I'll, I'll tell you if i think it's real look at our starting lineup uh edmund sumner royce o'neill joe harris claxton and me it's not disrespect but what are you expecting from that group you expect us to win because i'm out there i i don't know if he really said that i i, I, I don't think he did he may i mean he may have said it in private and somebody leaked it well it seems like an interview uh, it seems like this might have been an interview i don't he, I don't, he wouldn't say that it's a bleach. I, actually, I think it's a legitimate Bleacher Report article after they got blown out by 30 to the Kings last night. Um, really? So I think it's real. But, like, that's wow. just to, that's just my point last week when I was making the point of defending Barkley when, you know, he made the comment about K, you know Katie be, not being the bus driver where it was more of, yeah, like, yeah. It, it has nothing to do with you just being the best player out there. It's, like, you wanting the responsibilities – that comes with being the best player on the court, like being the leader, setting the culture, like all those things that you, that's not, you didn't do that in golden state. Steph Curry did that. Like you're, you're supposed to be doing it in Brooklyn. This, Oh, I just want to hoop. That's like, then you're, yeah. Like you're, then you're not driving the bus. And unfortunately nobody's driving the bus in that dumpster fire right now. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it's great. I definitely don't. I don't. I don't take any joy in just more Simmons, uh, Simmons bashing at all. So, huh. um, at at all. I love. I love how when this stuff comes out, they like try like shams and anyone with a clutch connections like puts out these stories to make it be sympathetic. It's like it's like ah oh, like I can't change the perception. People just don't know how how bad I want to be out there. It's like, bro, you know, like you literally didn't show up because you didn't want to. Uh, face a, a hostile crowd in Philadelphia for for months last year and sat out an entire yeah. season. Uh, gee, why would people get why would people get the idea that you don't really want to play basketball? Uh, it's silly. It's silly. Silly. Um, your Kings are uh, they're in a little bit of a win streak, man. They're getting kind of funsies. They're seven and six now. Four game win streak against like some like decent teams. Yeah, that's I mean, fun. It's a, it's a bonus, baby. Yeah, he's playing well. I mean, and De'Aaron Fox for. As much conversation we have about is he an, is he a future All Star? Can he do this or that? He leads the NBA in clutch points and I think clutch true shooting. So I mean that also tells you that they're playing in a lot of they're playing in a lot of close games, which you could take that a number of different ways. Um, but yeah, Curio, I I'm curious to see where they where they where they go this year. Uh, the West is kind of weird. Portland's ten and four. Uh, Utah is starting to lose some games, so I'll be curious to see if some guys start uh, getting some "quote unquote" nagging injuries. Or Utah some guys. is ten and six. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm just saying they were ten and I think they were ten and three. And Two or three. something. Like, yeah, 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 ten and three. They're on a three-game losing streak. 
Uh, so, yeah, that, you know that 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 train could be. For coming. anybody who's not paying that much attention to the NBA, um, Golden State is six and eight. They're in the twelve. 12 I, I, I was about to go there. Yeah, six and La- eight. Lakers are three and ten. They're in fourteen <laughs> out of fifteen out west. Um, yeah, That's Sacramento's great. seven and six. They're they're the eight seed at, at the moment. Um, and back east, one thing that uh, I mentioned that I thought was going to happen is that the Wizards were going to start hot, start hot, and like fool everybody that they were a half decent team, and then fall out of the the play-ins. So right now they are eight and seven in the seventh seed. So yeah. so far it's coming true. Um, <laughs> I I think that I think I forget. I don't Detroit, think I... Detroit's only three and twelve. Come on, Detroit. <laughs> I. I I don't think I won the poll when we ran it. Remember when we did that, like um, that, like Fantasy Five, where it was like you could put pick a pick a guy on his rookie contract, two all stars, oh, yeah. and two guys that have never been all stars. Uh, I feel like I should I should automatically get the win with having Sh- uh, Shea Gilders Alexander as a must on my team. The guy is averaging thirty two points a game this year on fifty four percent field goal percentage, six per- assists a game, like. This dude's balling. He's like single-handedly like messing with Oklahoma City's uh, any any idea they have of tanking this season away, like they did by you know already ruling check out for the year. Like this dude's just playing too well. Like they just can't they can't waste this season. So I, I they're a team to watch. Maybe they. I don't think they can make a move for Durant. I don't think that makes any sense. But I mean, they have like eight billion picks over the next six seven years maybe it's time to start using those to maybe get some pieces around shah like you know once like, some guys dork yeah i mean oh yeah i mean they already <laughs> got those yeah i mean they already got those guys but like you know once if some teams if some teams start you know unloading like if orlando wants to unload some guys uh you know whether or lakers uh, I don't know if I want any of those guys. Um, we're gonna get to that though. Don't, I, I want to talk about that Twitter thing, that hilariousness of that weird, weird fan base. Now, um, oh, the other thing, the other, thi- I mean, Joel scored fifty nine points the other night against Utah, which is pretty special. Uh, they're they're back up to seven and seven, so you know, thanks. He's single handedly keeping Glenn Rivers uh, employed, which is a little frustrating for me. Uh, I, the Orlando Magic uh, pod pod favorite ball ball. Guy's actually getting minutes now, and he's actually yeah. like, it's actually producing and like actually playing well, playing ba- actually playing basketball. What I I'd love to sit sit down with Denver and be like, why couldn't you play this guy? Yeah, right. Like, how did you not have any minutes for this dude? Like, what was what was the issue? Maybe it was maybe it was health related. And it's not being fair, but like, Bull Bull is awesome. They basically they basically could put up a, uh, put out an entire lineup of like six ten and taller guys. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, four and eleven, so they they suck, but still still fun. Pretty 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 fun. Any think anything else? In the NBA. Uh, I mean, everybody's just kind of Boston, Milwaukee are really the only teams that I feel like are legit. Still too early to. to get oh, it's in, way it's way weeds. too early until you get, get to. Get us into the weeds on the Twitter exchange you saw with the L.A. Lakers. So people. apparently this is a new thing. There is a legitimate amount of Lakers fan base, and maybe they're not Lakers fans, that think that Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss 
are purposely, purposely tanking the roster because they don't want LeBron to pass their dearly beloved departed friend, Kobe Bryant, in ring total. I, I, I couldn't believe this. I thought like th- that was just like a troll. So I kind of responded to it with some laughing faces. And then this person and many people after like seriously commented on this as if like giving me examples of why this is a real thing and how it's the only thing that makes sense as to what they're doing. They just don't want LeBron to get a fifth title to match Kobe. And I'm like, what the F is wrong with you people? Like, is this a real thing? I'm like, so it's baffling. That's an actual thought. I'm like, so forget, forget. And and of course, obviously I'm like, what what are you talking about? Like they, they, they've acquired players that LeBron and then LeBron and Anthony Davis wanted. There's, we we went into this all last week. I'll do it again. There's repercussions to when you trade away all of your young assets and all of your draft picks to get a guy when you can have him for free and free agency the following year. And then you do the same thing for a guy that, is a losing player. <laughs> and then your other guy can't play effective two-way basketball because he's 38 years old. Um, I'm just like, this is insane. I was like... For, for people who couldn't follow that guy and that guy and that guy, the first one was Anthony Davis. The second one was <laughs> Russell Westbrook. And then the third one was... was Sorry, I just, thought that, I just thought that was obvious. And I'm just like... I think it is for like <laughs> for like regular NBA fans, but I think for people who don't keep up with the NBA, they're probably like, what the frick is he talking about <laughs> that was me on saturday with these people but i'm like so they traded they they traded away a bunch of guys so that he could have anthony davis like he wanted so that like was the hope there that that would just completely flop and he wouldn't get a fourth ring i'm like what like, what sense does that make and like they're going someone and then somebody uh i, I tried to explain how a salary cap works and how like guys that are actually true three and D players that are good. Like they're not signing for a million dollars or the mid-level exception to just help. Like, why would you take 10 million less dollars to just help solidify LeBron James's legacy, like enhance LeBron or Anthony Davis's legacies? Because no one cares about like a Malik, like when Malik Monk retires in 10 years, nobody's going to ask, well, did Malik Monk ever win a title? So, like, he just needs to make as much money as he can. Like, that's, you know, he's not getting, uh, you know, a multi-million dollar ad deals and stuff like that um, and sponsorships. And the guy, to that response, I got a <laughs> uh, TJ Warren, Bruce Brown, and Otto Porter are all better fits for this team and signed for the mid-level. Seriously, dude, go go suck a C and... Uh, <laughs> learn what you're effing talking about my response was one calm down lebron james doesn't pay your rent so relax and i'm like i was like tj warren has not played a single game not one game all season (laughs) and you're telling you're so you're gonna reference that he's a better fit for this team but like he hasn't played a game uh auto porter is averaging six minutes a game six minutes and Bruce porter was the darling last year Dude, yeah, playing with the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, playing with the Warriors is not the same thing. And uh, and Bruce Brown's like a nice little player, and he's playing well with Denver. But Lottie Walker's playing better than all of them, who they signed for the mid-level exception. Like he's playing better than all the like. I, I don't want obviously better than T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren hasn't even played a fucking game. But this is like the level of like insanity over the weekend with like 
with with Twitter, man. Between that and the the Spence Crawford stuff, my mind was blown. I'm like, I think I think I think Elon just needs to sell this this thing and just just shut it down. Just hit the self destruct button, man. That was wild. Uh, for a second, I thought maybe it was Teddy on there, like it went on a burner account trying to screw at me. It, it was it was it was a, a time, bro. So. But we'll see. Like I said, once once we get to thirty games, we can get a better sense of where a lot of these uh, a lot of these teams are. Although the Timberwolves are, they won two games in a row. That's starting to worry me about my wine. Yeah. Any hoodles? Yeah. All right. Um, I got nothing else on that. Um, before we get to the NFL, just a couple. Just real quick, NHL half clappers. Clap, 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 clap. I mean, they're more and more getting, which they already have started, but more and more um, Connor McDavid is on national television. Just tune in when you can. Um, He's averaging two points a game. For casuals like me, what team does he play for? Edmonton Oilers. If you see him on like TNT or ESPN, Drew, even on the ESPN app, like, if you see the Edmonton Oilers, just throw it on for five or ten minutes. He will do something spectacular. He's uh, – it might not be a score, but, like, he's he's just so damn fast. Yeah. It's, it's so wild. Um, so, definitely recommend that. Uh, my beloved Penguins, I mean, I've been saying it for a couple years now. Like, you – you, when you have aging stars, and this isn't any sport, but, like, your window closes – and so, like, if you're just bowing out in the first round of the playoffs every year, like, you need to move on from your coach. Yeah. And now, and, you know, he's been around because they've been awesome in the regular season and then had, like, bad luck in the playoffs. But now the Penguins are just, like, scrambling in the regular season. They are not playing well. And the crazy part is, like, yeah, they have a little bit of injuries, but, like, Malkin's healthy. Crosby's healthy, Latang's healthy, their number one goalie's been playing and like they just been getting like shit canned and it's it's not great. So like I I think you I think it looks like from the outside that the coach has totally lost the room. I, I Yeah. And and maybe that's unfair because they do try hard, but they're it just looks like they are like it's it's very predictable everything that they're doing and i mean a lot of stuff in hockey is predictable per se like you need creativity and speed and skill to like become unpredictable and that's how you like win individual matchups and then open up ice um but like they're just very like i don't i don't even know what the word is but like you could you could see it coming from a mile away what they're going to do with the puck and like it's it's just very easy they're very easy to defend at the moment i guess is the best way to put it um so the, the team i'm not hitting the panic button but my my fingers on the panic button i'd say like it's it's not great not great um but that that's all i got for hockey at the moment all right, well, tune in, folks. Tune in. Um, all right, NFL. How did we do on picks last week? Did we even make picks last week? Uh, I don't even remember, man. It's a blur. The, the, the week 
the week was a blur. The week really got away from me. Oh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> no, we, we 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 did make picks. We only we the only the only one we put in the parlay we hit obviously because King Henry just continues. Yeah, just continues to uh, to hit for us. Yeah, the Eagles um, screwed us on Thursday night last week. That was two weeks ago. Oh. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, good call. We we stayed away from um we stayed away from them on Well whatever game I picked didn't hit. Well I take that back. No, I, picked, I take I no, you took games. you took didn't you take the under on Kansas City, Jacksonville? You yes, did that. That did hit. You did that that the, what was the theory again about ten point spreads? My, minus nine and a half point spread or greater. The yeah. under the under hit sixty percent of the time. Yeah, and that was fifty one and a half, and the total on that was what like forty four or something. Yeah, yeah. forty four. So I think we hit. Yeah, so we hit the Broncos. We hit that, and the was it the dot? Oh, well, I'm so not the Broncos. We uh, King Hen- they beat the Broncos. Oh yeah, yeah, King Henry. Yeah, I think we took Miami. Over, I think we took Miami, giving three to the Browns. I think that was the other one. So I think we hit all of our. Uh, I think we hit all of our picks last week. No, we'll miss. We missed the parlay. Whatever, whatever the third one was. Well, the part we already picked one NFL, one NFL game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, picked college, the, and the you did a hockey, hockey game. Yeah, you did a hockey over, and we just we just took King Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. yeah. So our actual picks, we uh, we did three, well on though. Three and zero last week. Uh, yeah, three and zero. Nice. All right, three and zero. Uh, so what's the what's the big news in the NFL? Uh. I don't know if there's any I mean the Eagles are aren't undefeated anymore. Um yeah. but I mean whatever. Again, division game. They didn't yeah, slot had some had some really bad turnovers and two egregious calls. I don't know if you saw the did you see did you see the rough in the passer on Heineke? Yeah. I was I mean I, I, I don't even know how I don't know how you end the game on that, but you know. So many other things cost them the game, but that was that was wild, and they they missed that face mask on Goddard, and now he's he got injured from that, so now he's out for like <laughs> potentially the rest of the regular season. Um, so sweet. I think, well, I was gonna say I think injuries is the story. Cooper Cup. Yeah, oh, big call. Um, oh, good call. Yeah, Cup's out. He got surgery Goddard, at least four weeks. Um, Kyler Murray is is kind of injured. Um, Josh Allen's elbow. Um, I'm I'm just going down my fantasy team. I'm sure there's more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah it, uh, one thing coming up is i don't know if, if and maybe for listening to this i don't know if you've seen the report yet but they're expecting four to five feet of snow up in buffalo for the game that's so i don't know if fun. that's gonna get canceled i'm sure roger goodell would love to cancel it um and and you know, just put the game on like a Tuesday. Or not something. even can not even cancel it. Just maybe, maybe just uh, proactively just move it to like Amsterdam. Yeah, exactly. Move it to Amsterdam or. But can we pull this Me- off? Mexico City or yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Oh, you know what? I did. I did not call Tampa any bars in Tampa since they were in Germany. I should call. Uh, damn it! Sorry. I guess that's the story. Brady's undefeated since the divorce. Right, yeah, he's balling. He's that's he's story he's line. been or he's been balling since. That's a good one. Yeah, um, so I think that's that's what's going on in the NFL. Oh, Jeff Saturday. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. How can I forget? Uh, huh, Jeff Saturday. Friggin', friggin', um, uh, Bill Cower. 
just calling, going in hard, calling Jeff Saturday's hire a disgrace to the coaching profession. And you said it, you were listening to the radio. Who was it that, that was it local Philly guys or was it national guys? Uh, it was um, Frank Isola and, no, no, was it Isola? Yeah, it was Frank Isola, Frank Isola and Brian Scalabrini, I think. Yes, yeah, so oh, it was. It was. It was NBA XM Radio. I was listening. It wasn't even a football. One. Oh, NBA. Oh, NBA. Yeah, they it was were, NBA XM Radio. They, they were clowning Cower. They were like, yeah. "Yeah, Bill," because I'm sure you got that that NFL analyst job at CBS because of all of the local radio that you had to grind through and then work your way up as an anchor on a local station. You know, putting in all those hours. Nobody just handed you that that job on CBS based on what you did in the NFL. You know, you really had to work yourself as a journalist to 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 earn that seat there on Sundays. Like, yeah, give me a break, pal. Like, yeah, it was it, it was it was fun. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You got that because because you're a big name and you're gonna bring ratings. It had nothing like you. <laughs> it was like it was like it was like there's 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 thousands of people that are grinding in the in this industry every day trying to get that big break and yeah and you just and you just took it and you know that's okay. And I'm not saying listen, I'm not saying I agree with Jeff Saturday. I don't agree with Jeff Saturday. But like for somebody who was in that same position, like you're just kind of a hypocrite, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, Jeff Saturday might work, he might not, who knows? But like he's yeah. a known commodity to them. Like he he's he's loyal to the franchise. He wants them to do well. He played with the smartest he was the number one teammate of the smartest offensive mind maybe ever. Yeah. And like was a pro bowler for the team. He's been he's been on winning teams like he can call plays because Pey- him and Peyton Manning were basically like, you know, linked at the hip in terms of that stuff. So like Yeah. They were like peas and carrots. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not like a, a huge stretch, you know, for for him to coach a football team. But yeah. They're pretty pretty hilarious. <sighs> yeah, I agree. And at the end of the day, listen like like the owner, it's his the, team. Like yeah, like he's the owners one who's signing the checks. Like <laughs> yeah, I it, that's that's what. Uh, and like if it doesn't work out, guess what? He's gonna have to pay Jeff Saturday until uh, uh until that guy finds a new job. It, that's just that's really like whatever. I we're we're not a uh, we don't get into the politics on nonsense on this podcast because it's just it, it's just annoying. So. You know, let's see what actually happens. pretty. This in this instance, it was actually pretty funny. I, yeah, like let's. Like, I want to. I'm just hating yeah. so hard. Like he was yeah. visibly upset. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I. I still can't believe. By the way, while we're on the topic of Bill Cowher, I still can't believe he made the Hall of Fame. Like, he's the definition of Hall of very good. Like he. He should not be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, I mean, even, and it's like, and uh, and they were kind of, and they were talking about in the NBA. It's like, yeah, I mean, listen, like in the NBA, how many, how many, how many former players go into media and then become head coaches with zero head coaching experience? You know, like yeah, all the time, like Derek Fisher, Glenn Rivers, Steve Kerr. Like it's like yeah, like these these guys, like it happens all the time. It's like, well, why are you? Yeah, it's just. Whatever, whatever. It's just something else to complain the about. The Van Gundys. That's, that's yeah. That's, that's all we. That's all they, we want. They, they, they actually were coaches and they bounced back and forth. But you know. but think, yeah. But yeah, Stan Van Gundy because he was entertaining, commentating the bubble, convinced the team to give him like, you know, another coaching job and, and millions of dollars. Like just just ridiculous. Um, it's just everybody just wants to have something to complain about in the year twenty twenty two. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's great. All right, so let's let's get into some picks here for Week Eleven. So, well, well, I was gonna say, I guess the fun part, the best part, is that the the Raiders, uh, Josh McDaniels, lost to a coach who has never coached before. <laughs> and apparently, they can't fire him because they don't have enough cash Money. to pay like three or four coaches. It's <laughs> so funny, man. All right, um, obviously we got obviously we're taking King Henry, getting three points. Give me that, baby. I don't care if they're in Lambo or not. At Lambo, yeah. The Titans getting three points. Let's let's just keep riding. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, we got yeah until you until you, ride ride until ride until That's you right. ride. We got to stop saying. Everybody and their brother is saying that. By the way, like I've been trying out like different podcasts here and there, and somebody else was saying that like also in a joking manner like us, and I'm like, God, we're as big as tools as they are, aren't, aren't we? Like we just keep saying that over and over again. Uh, I'll never get. I will never get tired. Of, I I go back to. <laughs> I, I go back to the first uh, go for two all the time just to hear me say let's ride 75, <laughs> 75 times just because I love it so much. Yeah. So um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So we're going to we're going to roll roll King Henry. What else? What else do you I know what I like. What else do you like? Um, holy crap. Um, Ravens are mine. Should I should I should I go? <laughs> Well, I was going to say Ravens are minus 13. That's uh, high. Well, I was going to say, do we do we do that under again? But the total is 41 and a half. Oof. So if they win like 30 to 10, it's still the under still hits. You know what? Their defense gives up a lot of points. <sighs> no, do, I don't. They do, don't they? Yeah, Maybe. I don't I don't want to take that one. Okay. Um, Is it crazy that I like the Bengals covering no. three and a half? No, they're four on my app, but no, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, let's take the Bengals. Um, is it crazy that I like the Vikings at home getting points versus the Cowboys? Point no, the Cowboys. No, the Cowboys stink. But this is and I and I'll, I will I'll just I'll warn you with this. This is always the game where it's like the Cowboys like people ask real questions about the Cowboys every year. It used to be Jason Garrett every year or Tony Romo. Is it time to move on? Time to move on. And then they have that one win. It was like for years it was like they would beat they would they would have so many disappointing losses, but then they would beat Drew Brees in, in New Orleans. Or they would beat Tom Brady in New England. Like there's always that one game where it's like whatever. And now Dallas is at that point after last week blowing that game to Green Bay and the twenty one point lead. Now it's like, is Dak really good? Like, do they need to start asking questions? And watch, they'll come and beat the seven to one Minnesota, and you know that'll buy everybody an extra year. But let's roll. Let's let's take. I like I like Minnesota there. Okay, and then do you like? I kind of like the over of fifty for Kansas City and um, Chargers and the Charger. I think I think Sorry, Big Mike's. Mike. I think Big Mike's back. Who? Uh, Mike Williams. I don't think so. I thought he was coming back. It's if it was fifty. I mean, it's close. Their first game was fifty-one in week right, two. Yep. That's what I was just looking at. Yeah, it was fifty-one. Um, we okay. think. The, yeah, that's fine. The only thing I was, the only other thing I was looking at was, um, oh, I guess two things. One, um, the Lions and Giants game. Giants are coming oh by at home. Uh, minus three. Or the over there at 45. Or 
I, I also kind of like the over in the Bears Falcons game, forty nine. Uh, uh. Okay, well let's just go with um Falcons. Falcons being able to score points that that's that scares me. They're only going to need to score like seventeen, and the Bears are going to handle the rest. What do you like the best of those three? I I I like the Giants cover more than anything else. What was the other? What was the one you said? I liked uh, the over under of fifty for Ch- right, Chiefs Chargers. You know what? And let's let's take the Giants. Let's take the Giants minus three. Okay, let's so just get Gi- fucking crazy. So five Giants minus three. The over in the Chargers game. The Vikings to cover. The Bengals to cover. And, and King, King Henry. Henry. Yeah. Oh boy! I like that. Look at that. We're crazy. We're gonna we're gonna put that in as a five five teamer. There's the parlay. Boom. Next segment. All right. All right. Done. <laughs> parlay five teamer. Done. Um, That's right. Oh god. Um. So yeah, let's seriously let's just do that on the parlay. Just do and it. it. Fuck it. Fuck it. And and if the Titans don't cover it, we'll put them a four teamer for Sunday. Um. Uh, all right. Shout out to him. Who you got? Who you got? Uh, my my shout out to him was uh, the Twitter the Twitter trolls of this uh, conspiracy theory that Genie Bus and Rob Palenka are tanking so LeBron can surpass Kobe in rings. Shout out to those guys Seriously. and their and their mothers that let them live in their basement. Let them live in their basements. Yeah, shout out to their moms. <laughs> shout out to your mom. Yeah, just yeah, just absolute. That just fits that category so perfectly. Um. Okay. Um. Well, I guess that wraps it up for beer one, huh? I still have a little bit left in this in this good beer. Yeah, man, that was a uh, might be the fastest beer one of all time. Fastest beer one we've had in a while. Ever. Mm. All right. You ready? Always ready. Assume positions for beer two. The two brew salute. Three, two, one. Same combo as last week. I'm going to a Miller Lite. That's pretty cool. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to keep rolling this hazy, hazy IPA. Get my haze on. Get my haze Let's haze. on. That didn't work. Get my haze days on. Uh, yeah, it's not working. It's not flowing. No. Bad flow. Um, Bad flow. Memes of the week. We've, we've been forgetting these, but. We have. We, um. Just wanted to bring up all the LeBron memes about <laughs> him being clairvoyant on everything. Those were good. <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny. Uh, what's the best? There's some really, there's some, <laughs> some really. What do you think the best I, one was that we saw? I, I, there's just a, a ton. My 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 personal favorite was I told Abe not to go to the theater, man. If only he'd listen. Yeah. That's that was that was way up. There. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there one recently about um some like some athlete's mother was considering an abortion? I don't know if that was real or if that was just part of this joke, but it was and, Steph Curry's mom. Oh, Steph Curry, yeah. And then he was like, "I I told her, man, you're gonna want to have this this baby. He's gonna be an awesome three point shooter. He's gonna be the greatest shooter of all time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh man. Uh, 
this summer I called up Pete Carroll and practically created the Russell Wilson trade. I've just seen that. I've just seen that dog and Gino during his Jets days. Another another tremendous one. Oh my gosh! Uh, silly, silly LeBron, man. Silly LeBron. Uh, that guy. That All guy. right. So um, always been a big fan. Let's uh, let's do a couple a couple quickies here before we get to some Walking Dead banter. But a um, couple couple Gof prom nights. Let's roll. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Thank you. Um, thank you. So Yellowstone season. Nailed it. Uh, season five premiered two hour special. Um, w W ep, double epi. Yeah. So Kevin Costner, John Dutton, except wins and accepts the governorship of Montana. Awesome, awesome opening five minute uh, sequence there. Um, I I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was really good. Um, it was again, kind of a stepping back from like the murderous part. Of like a couple seasons ago, and more into like my the favorite. Pra- it's my favorite season. <laughs> more into like the practical everyday life of cowboys and the practicality of it all. Um. But, uh, my so I kind of enjoyed it. I will say it felt like there was like double the amount of aerial, uh, like drone panoramic like landscape uh shots that we usually get Uh, so i don't know if it was just me but that kind of stood out but after after we watched it and i heard this echoed by a couple different people after we watched it my wife said yeah it was okay like that was a lot of politics and i don't really tune into this show to like watch politics and i was like damn you're you're actually right i didn't even think about that like it like it it set the stage for for like a good fifty to eighty percent of this season to be about like politics and like that's that's a little bit concerning. Like I didn't really think about it like after those first couple, but like she's right. Like it's it's set up for a lot of like nonsense that like we don't really need in our lives. Yeah, um, I mean, I I, I guess I mean you gotta guess you gotta you gotta trust the show for now, right? I mean, yeah. they've been just so spot on. Um, like, like the big controversy was like they shot those wolves with like the trackers, which in real real life would be like a huge controversy. But like for this show, like, I mean, the amount of people that they've murdered on this show, like we're really going <laughs> to a couple wolves with trackers that were clearly eating their livestock. Like we're going to get like all bent out of shape, shape about yeah. that just because yeah. like cause some Facebook comments. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, uh. <laughs> oh, th- th- these wolves have Facebook pages. I'm like, so what? Like, they were eating five th- a five thousand dollar animal or whatever, however much it would be worth. Yeah, and maybe maybe it's just a good segue. Like, maybe, maybe that the whole point of the all the, like the politicking that we saw in the first two episodes, you know, just circles back to that end of episode one where Bet Rip is just sitting in the field overlooking overlooking the party. And he just makes the comment like, you know, 
he's gonna lose this place and she goes that's why he became governor he's like all that he's like he's like all all the people in the world nobody else could have done that it's like he's kind of he's kind of foreseeing like the the lengths now that they're they have to go like john dutton can't just be a rancher and a cowboy anymore to keep his home like he has to now <laughs> and basically become the you know the governor of montana to keep his you know to keep his property yeah so maybe so we'll see maybe the, that'll play in there um the inter- interesting point and i think where they're gonna go with this was as as a nego- you know the, the former governor who's his fling who they were some there was some fun <laughs> There was some fun sexual tension between them. Um, Next time I want something, I'll end up in a coat closet. Or, or, uh, no, what was it? And she was like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I forget what the line was. Uh, but, get me um, in that coat closet. Ooh. Oh, um, title of the episode. <laughs> Damn, I was just about to make the note. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do your uh, before I get my thoughts. Yeah, where do you think? How do you think? Or keep finish your thought. Um. I was going to say that I, you know, he, she, her advice to him was that like, Hey, you got to make deals like, or else this is just not going to work. And then you're going to lose anyway. Like you got to make deals to make this work so you can win. So one of the things was that he pledged to put his, um, ranch in a conservatorship, which would keep it the way it is in perpetuity, which Beth was like, uh, yeah, like, that's how we lose the ranch. Like, it's not going to be ours anymore. And he's like, well, it, as long as it stays untouched, like, doesn't matter what name is on is on some deed somewhere. Huh? Uh, yeah. What? I'm just like, yeah, like, that's the, the complete opposite of what he's been saying for 4C. <laughs> oh, I thought my microphone went out. No, again. no, like, I'm what? just like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, complete, complete opposite for the last four seasons. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... So, uh, yeah, exactly. It didn't really fit, but, like, here's where I think – and, again, it, it, this this kind of migration towards cowboy culture and, like, kind of like the – work uh, and part of his political speeches, you know, about, like, we don't live on the land, we live with the land, and, like, the land needs to be preserved. And, like, it's really – like, they're going in heavy on that. I think where it's going is that – he is going to be willing to sacrifice his ranch in order to preserve all of the ranches in Montana and basically just preserve the way of life in Montana, basically fall on his sword in order to just, and I don't know exactly how that will look because it's a little bit counterintuitive, but I I think, I think it's going to be like, look, if it means that like uh, my land needs to go in conservatorship or, who, maybe the, it depends how deep they go in politics. Maybe they they write some kind of new law about you, your land could be in conservatorship, but you could still stay on the deed. I don't know. Who knows? But like, I, I think that's kind of the way it's going to go. Is that he's going to be like the Robin Hood of ranchers and just like cut mm. whatever the best de- deal is for the ranchers, even and basically sacrifice his land for that and i wonder if it's something to the effect of if he has to knowing knowing how hollywood is in in general my guess is they end up gifting it back to the native americans and it, it with the promise that the land stays how it is 
um, and all the other ranches don't be touched or something like that. Um, but which would be cool, but that's also bring brings up another good point of what's brewing between Chief Rainwater and whoever that shark that 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 uh, Ice Queen is that is like yeah. I forget what she called him some kind of name and basically it was like, yeah, you don't have the balls to friggin win this battle. Um, but what, what was she saying? She was saying like, which one of them really wanted the casino him or her? Do you remember? Uh, it's escaping me right now. Yeah. But like, I wonder if, if they'll be like, yeah, like I was never worried about the casino. I just wanted the land to be ours for our people. Anyway, that's where I, that that that's that's kind of I'm getting ahead of myself in terms of uh, predictions, but yeah, maybe that's I uh, I could I could see it migrating that way. Yeah, I couple my couple quick hitters. Um, Beth Dutton's dress from the uh, gubernatorial uh, celebration. Oh, wow, roll tide, roll freaking tide. Um, rip, just being rip. Like, I, like I, I loved his his. He's like, what was that emperor who oh, fiddled yeah. while 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 Rome burned? He's like Nero. He's like, that's what we're watching right now. <laughs> like, yeah, they can't piece. kill. They they, they 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 can't kill him. They just can't. He just he just pot. He's he's got the road warrior pot man. Like he just he can't. Um, I'm so like I just the Monica thing. Like I. That's why I think like let's just let's just kill Casey so we can end all that. Like we every every season it has to be this like life changing dramatic um, tragedy that she has to go through. I got I don't get the point anymore. Like I kind I got it in the first season where it was like you know my brother was killed by your fu- like I I got the I got it like Casey's torn between you know being on the ranch with the Duttons and, you know, with the love of his life, the outcome. I got it then. But, like, we're so far past that, I don't understand why this has to happen. And I'm like... That's a really good point. It's like every season, they just... It is! Every season. stick right in there. Something... It's nuts. Catastrophic. And it's like, I don't don't understand why... Monica. Like, and so she's she's dry... So she goes into labor, and I, I I guess they're on the reservation. That's why, like, I guess that's why what's happening is happening. And she doesn't think she can wait for him no, to say that. They were on their own property. Remember, they bought their. Oh, own that's property. right. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm even more confused now. Like, <laughs> he was gonna send a hel- a helicopter. I don't know if I can wait. Okay, so Tate. I don't know how old Tate's supposed to be now, but I mean, he he looked older. Um, obviously he's not six. He's, maybe he's like twelve years old. Whatever. Um, so she's like recklessly driving while having contractions swerving all over the road. Not sure how that made sense. Why would you then have your other your son in the car with you while that's happening? Uh, why you're pregnant? And then when he makes a suggestion like, "Why don't I drive?" and she goes, "You can't drive." It's like, well, is that any is that any more dangerous than you like swerving all over the road having he, contractions he while you're that. driving? You, you were probably yelling at the TV, but he actually said, "No, that. I know that's what I'm saying." No, he did say that, and, that, and she said, "You can't drive." It's like, what well, would that have been? Like, been drive any... at, he's like, I could drive at least better than this. Yeah, and, I'm, and you're, yeah, you are you're right, Tate. And I, I'm just like, this is so insane. It's like, and now this buffalo's in the road, and like, couldn't they like? If we were gonna do something like just no more, it just I I just thought of that awesome scene between Walter White and Mike, 
where it's like no no more half no more half measures walter couldn't couldn't the big rig just have fucking killed her and tate like couldn't couldn't they just have like i don't I don't. I just don't. I don't understand. That the would point. have freed up the character of Casey a lot more. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why we keep going to the well and like what purpose it serves. Because this has that had nothing to do with like, you know, this is this is the this is the devil that comes with this rant. You know what I mean? Like this is the blackness that like the black mark that comes with you know the Dutton rant. This had nothing to do with that. So what's yeah. like what's the point? I don't get. I don't get it. Uh like is it is that is that supposed to be the sign that her and Casey don't belong together because she idiotically gotten got in a car while he was at work instead <laughs> instead of waiting for an ambulance or having her her son drive like twenty miles an hour safely down the road it just that that really that that really set me off towards the end of the episode because I'm just like I'm just I'm just I just don't I don't know it just it doesn't fit I don't get it um yeah so that was annoying um I. I thought Costner was excellent throughout. I feel like I feel like his like dialogue's been like well, since the beginning. Like like his acting, they haven't like leveraged that as much as as him and his bravado. I like really enjoyed him. Like uh, like everything that he was doing. Who was his, it? His, Costner, Do- Costner, John Dutton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I thought he was I thought he was really good. I really I really uh, and again that opening that opening scene when he wins the election gets the concession call and then gives the speech i thought he was i that the music for the scene the setup was spectacular um the jamie thing like let's get a turn on him again I, I that was that was something um i loved i loved uh the lendo global C, C, ceo uh when they're watching him win the election just break shit and go i told you to get her i told you this fucking family I was like, all right, let's go, let's go. <laughs> it was so good. I'm like, oh, what a scene. And the then least, it was least convincing uh, whiskey glass slam I've ever yeah. seen. But then it was ruined by immediately her like her second in command goes, look at him. He should be so happy. Why is he sad? I'm like, ah, J- like he's been back in the fold. He's been back in the fold for ten minutes, and now he's already going to tournament again. The scene in the car was great, where he's like, pour your brother a whiskey. That was with Beth. Like that was that was really good. Uh, a lot of a lot of good a lot of good a lot of good parts. Again, I just the, the Monica thing just it's just it just it'd be okay, Monica, if you weren't such a bore. That's the worst <laughs> of it, Monica. You're just a big stupid bore. <laughs> Thanks for the fucking steak. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, either way, I'm ex- I'm I still love the show. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, I'm still I'm, I'm still not used to having to wait a week to watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just so it's just still so fresh. And then in December we're getting um, 1923. So Harris Harrison Ford, baby. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I'm on the edge of my seat to hear whatever the hell kind of theme music they brew up <laughs> with with the with the orchestra. I mean, yeah. 1883 was a banger. Obviously, Yellowstone's a banger. Like, you know, assume positions orchestra. You know, bang bang Dutton gang. Give me whatever friggin' theme music you got, Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, bro. With you, brah. Brah. Uh, I was. Oh, and my only the other other negative, like, could we couldn't get a Jimmy Jimmy cameo? 
at the party. He's Come down on. at the Sixes Ranch, man. They're, they're, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure they're filming that because Taylor Sheridan friggin' just hauled off and bought. I mean, that thing. I'm just saying, bro. I mean, yeah, John, yeah. Former his former boss just won the governor race. Like Jimmy, they can't give Jimmy Jimmy a couple days off to to go go to the congratulate. Jimmy's down in Texas. Party. Texas Texans aren't worried about what's going on in Montana. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, so God, uh, George Strait, and <laughs> whatever the hell the other guy's name was. Oh man, uh, it was uh, uh, it was a uh, Bert. Um, that wasn't George Strait. Buster Welch, yeah, wasn't George Strait. Jimmy, I hope I hope God gave you a big big penis because he sure didn't give you no brains. I thought he said big dick. I was trying to be clean for for the podcast <laughs> for once. <laughs> um, uh, oh, by, by the way, um, this had. Um, 12.1 million viewers. Wow. It was the highest episode of Yellowstone yet. Wow. More I know more and more people are getting into it. Yeah. For comparison, Walking Dead, which we'll get into. What do you think was the highest viewed episode of Walking Dead history? 15 million. Season 5, episode 1. Which was the the episode after, um, when Rick says they're they're screwing with the wrong people and they yeah, came no back. San- de- no, no sanctuary. No sanctuary. Was the title. They de- yeah, they defeated Terminus. The viewership was seventeen point two nine million. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's every, built. It's every built. episode of that season. No, I take that back. Every episode other than one beat the 12.8 million that that wow yellowstone just did one one of the episodes did 12.2 million okay but and every for, every episode that season beat that isn't that friggin nuts yeah for even more comparison house of dragons which is brand new 25 million viewers wow nuts yeah um cool cool love it uh, We'll keep, we'll keep, we'll keep the yell. We'll probably, we'll probably do a weekly segment, maybe. Weekly, maybe. We maybe, maybe. sort of, kind of, maybe. Yeah, we might as well. Fuck it. We'll see. Well, there's another, another. Uh... Say we just say we just go up there and just say fuck it, you know, just just get up there as fast as we can with nobody dying. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I can't even do a John Dutton voice. I just uh, sound like sound off. like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. Uh oh, so another series that's coming to a close by the by the next episode, by this episode. Uh, there's one or two, no, a, a see, uh, episode 11 of Andor comes out today as we record this, and then episode 12 comes out next week when we record There are 12 next episodes of this thing? Yes. Wow. And they're not even going to be done with it. They're going to have a season two. Wow. So Andor is Cassian Andor, who's one of the main characters in Rogue One, one of the main rebels who helps get the plans of the Death Star into the right hands that sets up episode four, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, spoiler alert. Episode four of the movie. (laughs) Um, So this is just. I tell you, he did. This is just the backstory of him and how he basically comes to join the rebels. Um, 
I, you know, I, I'm through eight episodes. I, I need to watch nine, ten, eleven comes out today. So, well, at one, at some point, we will get to that. I, mean, I gotta I watch. I, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta watch. I gotta watch twelve of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, jury, so. jury, jury, jury screens hasn't been jury screens lately. Yeah. Get right. Back on that, I know. What's up with that? You've been working a lot. What's going on? Dude, man, work. You know, tons Anything of stuff. Else? I was gonna try to throw in a Charlie Harper like gambling women and drugs, but I couldn't find a a cool way to do that. I thought you were gonna work OnlyFans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, work OnlyFans, Brazzers, yeah, you <laughs> name you name it. It's there. College college hoops, Seton Hall. All my all my all my free times just getting getting taken up, man. So, out there puppy puppy searching. It's a big 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 uh big time commitment. Um, you got you guys should uh, see if you can borrow uh, Kylo again for a week. I should. Friend, friend of the pod, me and Tony Arungu, you know, they're, they're, they're a little son. Uh, I, th- I thought you were going to say friend of the pod, friend of the pod, Kylo. <laughs> friend of the pod, Kylo. Kylo. <laughs> little, uh, Cocker Spaniel, whatever the hell that dog is. It's not even close to what he is, but okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> shit, shit, oh, it's a uh, hey, mix, mix, mix between a bulldog and a shih tzu. <laughs> Zag is going to lose to Texas. That's sad. Um. Yeah, man. I'll get on it, though. I'll get back on it. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine. I'm watching. I've watched The Old Man, which you haven't watched. I'm almost done with Andor, which you haven't watched. Yeah. I'm, is it, ha- I'm halfway through Enola Holmes 2, which you haven't watched. Yeah. I'm like running laps around. You. I, don't, I don't know how. This, I don't. I don't know how you partially watch movies. Like how you. Well, can't. I fall asleep. I don't have a choice. It's just weird. Yeah. I fall um, asleep sitting up. I fell asleep sitting up yesterday. Is watching it? Is it? Andor. Is it a spoiler alert? Or is it weird that like Andor's hanging out with uh, Snoke in this thing? Or I'm at episode eight. It's, so he's not. And there I, I haven't seen Snoke yet. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Let me know, let me know when that happens. Let me know if it's awkward for you. Okay. Is that did that really? I saw a video, but did that really happen? Well, Andy Circus is a character. He was he Andy Circus played Snoke. Yeah. I, so I'm up to Andy Circus. He's <laughs> he's in no he's by no means. Oh, is he not Snoke? Okay. So he's a, he, he's not Snoke before he becomes no, he's, that weird. He's like, ugly, he's like a regular man. He's just a guy. He's just a dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so which people re- were so pumped for. I gotta say, I, and I don't know what's gonna happen because I'm only episode eight, but people were so pumped for his performance or whatever, and like, well, every he's e- just a, a, an extremely mundane character. Oh, like, is I'm he? Like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Like I haven't seen. I obviously I haven't seen an episode yet, but like Twitter erupted when he said some line about always twelve, never more, never less, or something. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't even understand the reference. Um, yeah, he could have, he could have said, don't go chasing waterfalls. And I wouldn't have understood what he was saying, <laughs> but apparently like, tw- I don't know if you've Jane. gotten, just call, just call I, me Jane. I, I, it's not, it's not captain. Captain Jean. It's so creepy. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you've gotten to that part, but like Twitter was like erupt like that, that one, that one, um, video where they have like that crowd watching at a bar on like a big screen that they put like big moments on the screen and now, and like yeah. the crowd erupts like that went viral. And I'm like. Man, I I hope this is like actually like a very meaningful like plot point of Star Wars, or else this is just kind of weird. So, but yeah, we'll get to that. We'll bring uh, we'll bring Star Wars Star Wars Extraordinaire Casey Shea on the podcast, and uh, and we'll go through that. Yeah, 
and he can geek out and tell us all the things we missed because we're stupid. Yeah, and I know Star Wars also put out another uh, um, freaking uh, cartoon in the meantime. Yeah, is that and, right? And, yeah, and I got like I'm not against cartoons. I'm I'm perfectly fine with cartoons. It's just that there's just so many episodes. Like, what do you want me to like? So it's a big commitment when you put it out. Like, here's 20 cartoons all at once. I don't hmm. know. Am yeah. I wrong? Am I wrong? No, I don't think you are. Um. All right. So. I guess that gets us up to The Walking Dead, right? I think so. I was, Don't, I was don't frantically open. Dead inside. Dead inside. I was frantically trying to open that theme music because I was like, Drew's going to be a putz and not have it ready, just like he left me out to dry last week. But What's this, uh, Good job. I, I didn't leave you out to dry. Week. Last week you did. Not this week. Oh, my week. God. For six, straight, for six straight weeks when I was watching that stupid show, you freaking hummed the damn theme music. So I was like, oh, J.O.'s going to do his, the- his hum of the theme music because that's what we did. That's the shtick. All right, all right. Oh my God. Calm, calm down, Clarence. It's all guy, right. Guy, guy eats one fried ravioli from Eaton Park, and he can't, he can't freaking hum theme music anymore. Um, so. Eddie Hoodles. Um. Cut, end, end, end of an era, man. Well, not really, because there's going to be 12 more spinoffs. So I guess not a complete end of an era. But, yeah, uh, not a complete end. But... The, the, the Walking Dead saga... As we know it, Th- this come, timeline, and have come to love back. I guess it started what 2010, October Halloween 2010. So. Yeah. I think is when the first episode aired with Rick Grimes. Uh, yeah, it's any man. We're after this is season tw- 11, eleven or twelve. Yeah, see eleven seasons. Uh, I mean, this is third twenty four episodes. Yeah, twenty four episodes in season eleven. Uh. Yeah, man, it's been pretty nuts. Series finale. Um, so, Drew, let's do this. Here's my suggestion. Shoot. Let's do, and tell me if you want to do it in reverse order, but I think, why don't we just kind of discuss what we thought of the penultimate episode. Okay. And then hopes and dreams for the finale. Sure. And then we created our top ten favorite episodes list. Um <sighs> And okay. then we'll do that in the second, secondarily. Casey's, okay. Casey's. Okay. So, um, we just had. Well, I mean, overall, hold on. Go well, ahead. let me, let me, let me. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. All right, all right. So all right. I think overall, because I don't think we've really recapped the season at all. Not really. We've but, just kind of said our disdain of yeah, where I they was, went with it. Yeah. So like, episode sixteen ended with. You know, the Commonwealth, the main leaders of the Commonwealth being really no different than any other of the tyrants uh, that, you know, our group has kind of encountered. Other than the fact that they have, they try to, they have the ploy that they're trying to bring society back, but 
they want to be in charge of everything and mur even if it means murder like they want to get their way for power and dominion over everyone um and so they over they had they overtook all the three the three main um campsites the communities we'll call them the communities the sites alexandria hilltop and oceanside uh and then this season's just kind of been a whole lot of like our group running running around trying not to get caught by the commonwealth um those that were still in the commonwealth like eugene uh they were trying to expose pamela and who was who was the guy that carol ended up killing i always forget his name uh yeah like pamela's number two yeah well, whoever that dweeb is yeah yeah like um trying to expose that guy and, and at the end of the day the the whole you know while the, while they try to you know they are trying to bring society back they also while they while they bring people into the commonwealth they their ultimate goal is to turn turn these communities and outposts or these communities into outposts for where they can put you know um out we'll call them outliers the the Basically guys a that, gulag yeah anyone that anyone that they anyone that stirs the pot and causes trouble in the commonwealth gets sent away to basically uh uh you know For, a work camp a labor to, concentration yeah, camp uh, yeah yeah right? yeah i i don't which is I don't a gulag that, I, I don't know if that word's frowned upon so we'll just call it a work camp <laughs> a work a work camp no, i mean it's basically what it is yeah um because they are trying to they're trying to reestablish the railroad railroad system so they have a train and they're trying to clear out and rebuild the railroad i guess so they can start you know you know expanding their reach on resources around the world so that's kind of where they are and naturally our crew our crew was all taken except for Daryl Carroll and uh well Daryl Carroll and then Maggie and everyone else got caught. Some of them escaped. Uh, some friends became enemies. Some enemies became friends. Uh, and they ended back at Alexandria. And that's where we ended up in the penultimate episode. Um, so now it's all it's it's all, all all hell's broken loose at the the work camp. Our our people, you know, you know, we'll call it. I guess what Alex family Alex, team Alexandria. Uh, they've taken it back. They've gotten most of the children back, and now they're going to inf the, the the goal is to infiltrate the Commonwealth to overtake the leaders to start the new world the right way. By the way, was that Dweeb's name Lance Hornsby? Hornsby, hundred percent Hornsby. I'm embarrassed okay. that I forgot Hornsby's name. Yes, um, and that's kind of where that's you know that's where. The penultimate kind of gets in there. Um, our group, you know, the, there's the main group, and then there's uh, Aaron. Why do I, oh, Aaron, Jerry, um, Lydia, right? That's Lydia, right? That's the that's Alpha's daughter's name. Yeah, yeah, Lydia, Elijah, and um, Luke. Our guy Luke, who came came into the fold with uh, um, the the crew of four, whose names I'm always forgetting. <laughs> uh, back when they did the time jump after Rick's last episode, he's the 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 uh, the the, uh, the musician. He shows up out of nowhere with his lady friend that he left uh, Hilltop to go live with in Oceanside. So they're 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 one group, and then Maggie and everybody else is like another one. Um, 
one of the better episodes in the last couple of years, the penultimate. Um, basically, you know, at group we'll call it group Aaron. They're stuck in a horde because they're surrounded by Commonwealth soldiers that uh, Pamela is trying to lead. They're trying to basically lead. A, they're trying to lead a horde to the walls as an excuse to clear the streets to basically calm down everyone that's pissed off that the common that the Commonwealth got exposed a little bit from the video recording of her son all but saying that and Eugene getting uh, an unfair trial. And there's variant the variants that we met in the season that can I guess have some type their their brain activity has increased. They pick up knives, they climb walls, like they're not just walkers. Our group's kind of stuck in there. Uh, while the other group at Alexandria is now on the train going back to the Commonwealth. Uh, try Every time they try to break off from this horde, like they just can't. Either the, another another horde comes from a different direction or Commonwealth soldiers. They finally try to get into an RV, which I didn't really understand that move. Like why, why would you do that? Like you're going to get eaten <laughs> and die. Uh, and basically Elijah's like pinned up like – some of these guys are pinned up against the RV and Lydia then like reaches her arm out to grab this guy and then gets a bit and naturally we just chop off limbs now and that works uh, to save people. Quit your bitching. I'm just going to say that like, that's the only thing I didn't like about the episode. I'm like, it's just my complaint. It's like the same thing with what's his face. Like uh, the Irish folk singer that um, was the 16th main character at one point. Like, is there any reason that Lydia just couldn't have got her face bit off and died there? Like that, so that well, there she was some. Still might. Yeah, right. Uh, like I just don't get it. Like what? Like why? Like why? Do, why? Do, why? Why can't we just kill? Why? Why are we so afraid to kill people now, especially in the last it, season? I just don't get it. Yeah, at least it's a bite. Like, uh, like they're getting back. If Howard Hamlin can die, oh, anybody God. can die. And Lydia is like yeah, the well, ninth. Can... The, like the ninth main character and they just they just can't do it they just can't do it i i don't i it it was frustrating but all that being said uh i I, again i enjoyed the episode our group they get into the commonwealth but pamela mercer mercer's you know gonna gonna help lead the coup from the inside it was just so awesome everything that guy does i love i love mercer give me give me a mercer spinoff give me mercer and princess in like some type of like kinky only fans like spinoff series on like on late night showtime just give me give me it let me get all that um and our our group gets into the the train station and daryl notices that the doors are locked and pamela the commonwealth soldiers are shooting at them from above big fire big guy people are getting shot left and right maggie's in the crossfire our girl judith uh you know selflessly gets gets up to get her out of the way and Pamela inadvertently shoots Judith. I guess did she get shot in the chest? Uh yeah, it was hard to tell if it was chest, shoulders, somewhere in the upper body. Abdomens, maybe? No, upper body, I think. Yeah, so she gets shot and obviously Daryl's, you know, every everybody's basically like, we gotta get her out of here now. Um and they're running through the streets of the Commonwealth and the walkers have climbed the walls and they're just overrun in the city, and they're trying to. Daryl's just running from corner to corner, trying to get her to, I guess, the hospital at the Commonwealth. So I dug it. I thought it good, good intensity of the episode. It was tense. 
Um, yeah, like I said though, but as soon as as soon as they couldn't kill Lydia, I was like, all right, well, no one's gonna die. And then Judith, then Judith, Judith took one to the chest. <laughs> so, but I'm sure she won't die either. What are, what are, what are your she thoughts might. on the episode? I, I really, really enjoyed the episode. I haven't, I haven't gotten I so, was... I haven't gotten so many. Oh my god! Like capitalized exclamation point tweets from you in The Walking Dead in years. I was gonna say it. I thought it was the best episode in years. Um, it had all the elements that I, I'm looking for. Somebody got bit. Uh, somebody got shot. There was a giant horde. Uh, a plan went wrong. Friends became enemies. Enemies became friends. And it's set up for... And, and they got cornered, which just makes my heart race every time. Um, this This show has really desensitized me to... Like I, I and uh, taking it all the way back, I I've I was the one that was kind of into the zombie genre, and I got you into it. And when they first showed this show, it was basically uh, Norman Reedus, like by a little fire, hiding behind a car, taking gunfire with zombies. And I'm like, oh, it's the guy from um um, what's the Irish movie? Um, he was in way back when he was young. Uh, the, with the vigilantes. Uh, oh, Drew, are you serious right now? Neither of us are gonna get this. Uh, Boondock Saints. G- sorry, everybody. God, that took way too long. Um, but uh, like, I'm like, oh, it's the guy from Boondock Saints, and it's zombies. I'm like, I'm in. I'll definitely watch this for a few episodes, and like, um, like. Just the horde being like uh, it, it, like to the point of it getting my heart racing. Like that was that was why I always liked the zombie genre because like it freaking scared me and it was cr- creepy and it freaking scared me. And like this show from day one like was always like that, but it desensitized me. Like I got to the point where I'm like, yeah, whatever. But anytime there's just a massive horde and people get cornered, it still, like, makes my skin crawl. And I'm just like, ah, like, what's going to happen? So in this episode, when they get basically surrounded in the center of town and Carol's like, the the alley, we got to go. And, like, I'm like, oh, my God, go to the alley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like the tension is just so much. I I I thought it was the best episode in years. It brought in all of that just high stress, high tension. He's carrying a wounded child, uh, not a wounded. Took a bullet to the chest, child for God's sake. And I first time around the adrenaline was so much it didn't really hit me. On the rewatch. When she kind of like squints her eyes and says, Daddy, I got chills through my body and I almost cried. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, my God, Jared, no, that little ass kicker. Yeah, I mean, he named her little ass kicker. Oh, my God. It's been so many years. You kind of felt like something was going to happen to her when they made the when they made such an em- they put such the. Well, you know, what? on, on, the, re- on the, the rewatch beginning. on the rewatch. Uh, well, so I thought it was a good misdirection because. They've been doing all that stuff at the beginning of all those episodes of, like, 
she narrates and he narrates and blah 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 and i thought that was just kind of more of that like narration like whatever and on but on the rewatch i was like ah shit they tried to warn me <laughs> that something was gonna happen um so that oh gosh i thought i thought it was i thought it really captured a lot of what the show captured early on yeah it's fair but from here they need to finish it off like to your point like Okay, say say um, uh, Lydia. I always think of her as Enid, even though the, she, <laughs> she she basically replaced Enid. <laughs> yeah, after after Enid got her head chopped off. Um, but like, say Lydia survives, like the knife, you know, the 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 dismemberment. Sure. We need to have multiple deaths in this final season, like. Give us what this show's all about, like zombie deaths, and like I don't, I don't think we're, I don't, uh, yeah, okay, like, going. like a minimum of three, and like it could be anybody from the main group, Yumiko, uh, Ezekiel, like any of them, any combination. I, I think if they wanted to go for a big pop, they could, they could have Carol get bit. Not and, happening. Uh, well. See, I'd still like to see her in some kind of spinoff, but as of now, I mean, she got written out of that spinoff. I don't think she's going to be in one as of now. So, like, if Melissa's like, yeah, uh, look, I've been doing zombie shit for 12 years. Like, I'm I'm done. And she's just like, I'm not going to, like, Carol, like, I'm done with the Carol, Carol character. Then I would love to see her go out just in a in a crazy like walking dead like zombie way like that would be cool um but i'd also like it if she kind of got preserved for a potential spinoff but like you know just give me anything like 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 they can kill off judith uh like uh aaron like any combination i i like it I, if it was like six or seven of our group got killed off like that would be that would be cool as hell not happening i, I know uh, I, but i hope there's at least like three and I, and like I, I think it's pretty obvious that like the mob is gonna get to the gates which they kind of showed in the preview a little bit like the mob's gonna get to the gates of pamela's like compound and they're gonna try and like I guess survive that, but um, it's going to be a high tense. Mo- I hope it happens early in the episode too, so they could give us more. But it's a high tense situation where the 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 zombie horde, it, the mega horde, is going to be closing in on the townies, and the townies are going to be trying to overtake the elites, and we'll go from there. Um, it is going to be an hour and a half episode. It's scheduled for ninety minutes. Um, so we'll see where they take the plot from there. Um, what do you expect? Um, I expect obviously that, that they're going to, they're going to overthrow the government of the Commonwealth, uh, a hundred percent. I'm kind of hoping that I'm torn between whether I want Mercer to chop off Pamela's head or Carol just to straight murk her. I, hey, I can't. Fuzzies. 
I feel like Carol killed Hornsby, so I feel like they're going to give Pamela to somebody else. I think I think Ezekiel is going to die saving Negan. I think that they've teased that little scenario here. I think I think Ezekiel will die. Yeah, he had that big speech with Negan. I agree. So I think he will die. Um, I think Eugene. Li- I thought Eugene might die at the beginning of the season. I I don't think that anymore. I can I th- see him dying once and for nah, all. Nah, he'll he's a he's a survivor. Um, him and Rosita are gonna end up together because Gabe's gonna die. I think I think Gabe gets it saving Coco. Um, and you're up to two. I said at least three. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm thinking. I I, I still don't, like. I don't. I guess Gabe is part of our our crew now. I guess. I guess. I guess eight years later, you gotta <laughs> you gotta put him in the main core uh, and Ezekiel. Like I'm thinking, like the original Atlanta crew. Um. And then I, I'm trying to think which one from, I guess Numico would be my. Nah, maybe maybe I, I. What was what was the name of the the woman that her girlfriend that was in prison that uh, Michonne called out the tattoos. What? Who's there's the there's, who are the the, the what are, I'm more I'm sorry man my my I'm blanking what are the sisters names Connie and. I only know I only know her her Instagram handles Angel Theory. What's Connie's sister's name? Oh, Angel. Um, yeah. Um, oh goodness, now you're getting me. It's embarrassing. Like, I can't remember her, her like her sister's oh, name. Embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> but like I I don't think it'll be her or Connie. Kelly. And, Kelly. 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 Yeah. Kelly and Connie I think are safe. Like Luke. Like I don't know. Like did you really bring him back for five minutes just to kill him? I I think Luke will live. So it's it's Umiko, right? And what what is the fourth what is what is their what is the other woman's name that was Unico's girlfriend? What? Unico's girlfriend. What is her name? The other one that was part of that group when they came together. Magna? Magna, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I guess Ma well, Magna or Unico, I guess we'll go. I think they'll I think they'll take out maybe one person from each group with this horde. And that's it. And maybe Elijah. The best part would be if Elijah ends up like killing him, like, getting killed to save Lydia, who lost an arm and should have been dead already. Uh, I'm I'm ready for carnage. That's I just want. And I, obviously, I, like we, we're get we're 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 getting it. It's gonna. I think Judith Judith getting shot has sealed it. It's happening. What? We're getting Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes is coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. I, I and they so. didn't, they didn't, they didn't make this available on AMC Plus, right? The last I episode. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they did. I, he's coming. He's coming. So okay, so Rick Grimes. I'm I'm hoping for carnage, and I'm I, I and there's gonna be they're gonna they're gonna subdue the herd in some way, and it's gonna be fun. Um, but how would they bring back Rick Grimes? Do you think? I think Rick Grimes. I I I think that they're going to f- finally they're going to have the common. They're going to have some. They're going to bridge some connection with the CRM and the Commonwealth. Okay, here. I, I, so I was going to bring this up. Um, but it'll be it'll be like finally more of a, have a crossover between all the worlds, huh? 
I, that, I mean, in my what if my my hopes and dreams would be, yeah, maybe not. I wouldn't use the word carnage, but we have some we have some some meaningful deaths, and out of nowhere, it's like the it's like the scene in Avengers Endgame where the portals open up, and like Frodo Baggins and the High School Musical gang they show up. Um, you know, ta- some you know the dude, the old space, the old spice guy from Tales of the Walking Dead. That dude shows up, huh. and like Harry you know, Cruz. and then we just see the fear. We just see uh, John Dorsey and Morgan Morgan show <laughs> Morgan show up. Like that would that would be the perfect way to end this series to bring all three of them together. But you can still you can still tell the stories of the other shows, like and how they get here. But they won't do that. So that would be that that would be my hopes and dreams. Like, how did it all come together and ended here where it started? But they will. I I do think that I do think that in the last couple of minutes of the show, I think Rick Grimes will show up to save the day somehow, and that will be your introduction of a connection between the two worlds, the CRM and the Commonwealth, and will build for his his the him his him his and Michonne's um, series. Or, yeah, uh, limited series because I think it's only six episodes. I don't think it's going to be multiple seasons. Um, I would really, really enjoy that. I, I, I was going to say the same thing. Um, I, I hope that they would bridge the CRM and the Commonwealth and use kind of Rick and or Michonne as the bridge. Um, I, that would be really cool. I hope they do that. That I would be i will be fist pumping and screaming if that happens um but i don't have my hopes hopes up for that um i will be so disappointed if we don't get him yeah i mean it depends how they uh, but if they give me carnage and they don't have rick in there to bridge the worlds i'll still be fine like i just i just want i just want carnage in the final episode like let's just do it just zombies biting people left and right yeah. Well, and and again, and I forgot to say, the biggest missed opportunity of the penultimate episode was that variant who climbed his way on that car, not not having motor skills, and then driving the car through the wall. <laughs> that would have been just so good, so so good. Uh, now we got we got Walker's driving now. Like that would have just been so great. Yeah. Um. I. I say that um, the ultimate ending would be if my main man Heath just comes out of the blue, <laughs> save Heath the day. Back. Heath to save the day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Yeah, uh, so um, good. All right. Um, I think that's all I have to say on this season and this episode. Me too. Which now that the season, the series is coming to a close, we're seeing people put out their, you know, top ten. I one one of the I think EW put out a top forty list, and I came up with honestly I was coming up with notes. We were said we'd make a top ten, and I came up with thirty two or thirty three episodes that were my favorites, and then I had to whittle it down from there. I I went fifteen. I had to. I oh, couldn't. My. I couldn't. I couldn't get it to ten. It just. Well, I got mine to ten, but. Um, here, I'm gonna rattle off all of mine in rapid succession. You ready? Oh, that's lame. 
Well, no, 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 no. Not my 10. I'm just saying all my 33. 1.1 1. 1, days gone by. 1.6 TS19. 1.2 uh, guts. That's where they left them all on the roof. 1.4 Vat Vatos. That's where uh, Amy gets bit. 2.1. Uh, what lies ahead? That's where they have their first giant horde to start the second season. 2.7. Pretty much. Uh, 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 wait. Pretty much dead already. There's walkers in the barn. Uh, 2.13. Beside the dying fire. That's where the finale, where the farm falls. 3.1, Seed, that's where they clear the prison. 3.4, Killer Within. 3.12, uh, Season 3, Episode 12, that's clear. Season 4, Episode 6, Live Bait, that's Brian Harriet. Four, season 4, Episode 8, that's uh, Too Far Gone, Fall the Prison. Epi uh, season 4, Episode 14, The Grove. Season 4, Episode 16, A. F season 5, Episode 1, No Sanctuary. Season 5, Episode 3, Four walls and a roof. All right, I'm gonna stop because there's still there's still more. Yeah, I was falling asleep there. <laughs> there's so many, so many. I, but I, I will say, putting this list together, like I got a knot in my chest putting this list together, and it finally hit me that like my one of my favorite, if not my favorite show ever, is coming to an end. Yeah. Oh um, God. Let's let's do it this way. I would do it. I did. I didn't. I didn't rank mine by how I. I just went through the seasons and I picked. I went by season and picked my favorite episodes. So why don't I start? And then if I go, if I missed an episode in the season that made your ten, then you throw, you throw yours in, and we just kind of do it together. How's that sound? Ah, uh, that sounds confusing. Why don't you do yours and then I'll right. do my ten. All right. So my my fifteen episodes. Episode one one days gone by. So good. First episode, uh, it 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 reeled me in. Uh, met my favorite character of all the shows, Morgan Jones, who I was so pumped to see week in and week out. And you didn't see him for four seasons <laughs> after that. I remember after when that, you first started watching. You're like, I love this guy. I can't wait to see him. And I like, I yeah. my the first episode I watched, or I I, I binged right before. Season three, mid-season premiere. So I guess if it started in 10, yeah, I guess what that would have been like probably 2013 or 14 that I started watching it. So, yeah, I was so pumped. I was like, oh, this guy's awesome. I love this dude. I can't wait to see him next week. What's this What's this guy What's this guy in the cowboy going to be up to? And you didn't see him for, 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 for three years. Um, that was the only one I had from season one. Uh, season two, save the last one. 2.3. I'm going to chime in on season one real quick. Well, you just said that was too confusing. Go ahead. Well, those weren't on my list. Uh, well, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, 2.3, save the last one. Uh, Shane, that's when Shane just breaks bad. And he, him and him and uh, Otis are going oh, to that. So that, good. Him and Otis were going to the high school, and he ends up shooting Otis in the leg to uh, – be able save to get away skin. Yeah. well to be able to get the the meds back to carl but also save his skin but my favorite part of that episode is the very beginning when you just see like this figure moving around in the bathroom and then you just see the hair going into the sink because shane's shaving all he's just shaving his head and he's going and he's just fully turning into heel shane one of my one of my favorite scenes in all of uh walking walking dead love that episode yes uh 
two point uh pretty much already dead two point seven uh Sophia's in the wow guys there's walkers in the barn it ends up being Sophia just absolutely heart wrenching and or gut wrenching and then Rick has to just put her down and and shoot her um I am embarrassed that I didn't have this on the list but I just thought about it while I was thinking about heel Shane the episode where Rick and Shane in season two have to take that 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 uh that kid from the wandering group out to out to the school and they're going to put him down. And that's when Shane gets in the fight with Rick. I don't think you can keep them safe. Oh man. That, that should have made my list and it did it. I'm embarrassed. Um, seed ep- episode uh, or season three, episode one. That's when the group takes the prison and oh, probably my, f- my favorite Carol Daryl interaction of all time. Yep. When she, they're 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 in, they're in the prison yard and she's like, I gotta give her credit. I didn't think he, I didn't think he was up for this. Look what he did, though. Shane couldn't do it, and then uh, she, <laughs> there she goes, kind of romantic out here. Want to screw around? And he goes, Pfft. he goes, come on, let's go. He, he, he's like, he's like, I'll go, I'll go down first. And she goes, even better. Oh man, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite Carol Daryl interaction of all time. I was like, that, that's when, that's when Carol became my silver fox baby. Um, yep. Uh, that was it. I that was it for three. I had nothing from season four. Uh, oh no, I did. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, the Grove. Uh, look at the flowers. Four fourteen. Yep. Uh, Carol has to shoot Lizzie in the back of the head because she killed her sister Mika because she was a psychopath and thought that walkers were part of life and was gonna kill baby Judith. Uh, just absolutely wow. Like Carol, that that's where Carol like there was no turning back from what she was gonna do. Uh, and then 416A, uh, you get Rick. That's when my my fair. That's when they all get to they all get to terminus, and it ends with the infamous Rick Rick Grimes line in the trailer cars. They're fucking with the wrong people. Yeah. But my my favorite part of that episode is Rick when the claimers yep. end up uh getting ta- or you know pull or getting the upper hand at their camp, and then Daryl shows up, and then hey Rick- their sport. And then while like the one guy like there's like some potential like you know guy that's gonna rape Carl and Michonne's getting uh you know worked over a little bit and then Rick just completely rips out that guy's jugular, uh yep. just spe- spectacular episode, and then it the, the cold open where he's sitting on sitting down against that car with like his blood hands covered him. in yeah. covered in blood shaking like. It's just insane that Andy Lincoln and Melissa McBride never even got nominated. Like you don't have to give it to them, but at least nominate them at some point. Ridiculous. Uh, no or no sanctuary. Five point one. The escape of Terminus. Uh, Carol, you're the real MVP. Meme started. She blows up uh, the tanker to save them. Yep. But Rick, Rick and uh, it was a Gareth. Gareth was the head guy yep. from Terminus. Yep. When Rick's going through the weapon, the weapon uh, inventory that he had there with him, and he goes. And a machete with a red handle. That's the one I'm going to use to kill you. Just fucking awesome the show was. Uh, Season 6, episode 2, JSS. Uh, That's when the wolves showed up. Uh, The entire episode takes 45. It's a 45-minute period where Carol starts the clock to cook her meatloaf. And probably one of the most tense episodes ever of the the series, I would say. Yeah. and then Carol's just again. Carol's just out there, just killing people left and right. Yep. 
Uh, no Way Out, 6.9. That was the midseason premiere after the walls of Alexandria fell and it got in completely, in, uh, completely overrun with the Horde. Yeah. And we get the famous the, – the, the two best parts of that are Eugene, no one gets no one gets the clock out today. Yeah. And then just that end scene where everybody just – after Carl gets his eyes shut out, everybody just – start like it just starts fighting the zombies and like the shot of one person after another killing a yep. walker one of the best sequences in walking dead history uh season six episode 12 no not not tomorrow yet that was when they overtook the s- yep. satellite station that may have been the most tense episode of the series i'm yep. sure i'm sure my next two you would probably think are but that was because you still didn't know, like, at some point, I'm like, somebody's probably going to die here. And, like, I was really worried. I'm like, someone's going to die in this. Sat- like, there's no way they're going to go into the satellite station with the saviors and no one's dying. Obviously, it did. But, man, that was super tense. Um, uh, episode or season six. Ep- or ah, Sorry. Season six, episode 16, the finale, last day on Earth. We finally meet Negan. Super tense. They're driving, trying to get Maggie to to Hilltop because she's, you know, she's having birth complications. Everywhere they go, the saviors have cut off the road until they finally end up carrying her on foot. And six sixteen. Yeah, six sixteen. Oh yeah. And then they're in the woods, and all you hear is the, you know, a hundred people. <laughs> Absolutely. And then Negan does a speech. We pissing our pants yet? Yeah. That sucks, don't it? Oh man, so good, so good. And that, I always kind of combine that in seven point one. The the day will come when you won't be. Yeah. Um, because to me they're just a continuation of each other. But yeah, that's when we see Negan beat beat in a short round and uh, uh, Abraham's heads with baseball red. bats. Red. He was and always will be red. Uh, what do we? I mean that Simon, you got a pen. Um, I like ball sack. I like him. He's not a little bitch like someone I know. And then even even the best thing, like I thought, bet you thought you were gonna have Sunday dinners. Grow That's old not together. Another, not anymore. It's not the way it works. It's just fucking amazing. Um, seven sixteen. Uh, the first day of the rest of your life. That is when uh the they the Alexandria decides to fight back. And they make the deal with the dumpster people who end up double-crossing them. And Sasha uh, kills herself and overdoses to become a walker to give them the upper hand. But that's when we get the the second uh, the second lineup and you hear the speech where he's going to, I'm going to kill Kara here and then I'm going to cut your hands off. You can take my hands. You can do it do right it in front of, of you. I already told you. You're already, already dead. dead. So good. So good, uh, and then of course that's when Hilltop shows up and um, and the kingdom and she Shiva comes out and's getting people. Oh my tiger! That the wit that widow's alive and she is a blazing. Uh, all right, all right. Eight one mercy. That's when the uh, the our, our group plans the uh, they have the they or Dwight helps them set up the the coup of the saviors compounds. Uh, they know the routes are going to take over, and that's Rick. That's when Negan comes out and goes, "Was this just all? I hope this isn't just a dick measuring contest. We all know who's bigger, mine." 
and then Rick uh, and Rick gives the famous, "You're gonna make me count," making fun of coming back to Negan's thing. I yeah. love that episode. And my last one was that weird. I guess it was in season ten. They had that weird six episode release, and uh, here's Negan, the Negan backstory with Lucille, and how he become how he how he becomes who he is. I just I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I love Negan. Probably a lot more better episodes, but I I just enjoyed that one. So those are my fifteen. All right. Now here's mine. I'm gonna do ten through one. I'm gonna start at ten. Do it. Do it. Um. So interesting, you had 6.2 JSS, and and I kind of roll 6.1 in with 6.2. They're kind of like two in the same, but I'm going to give this slight nod to 6.1. Number one, I love the black and white aspect of it. Number two, I love the I, I'm a huge I'm a I'm a you know whore for giant hordes. Um, yeah, you love the then, horde. And so when they you know, try and lead that horde away, and it works. But then there's that horn that blares, and, like, half the horde peels off and just heads back towards Alexandria. That's just ter- – and that's how they end the episode. That's just terrifying. Like, yeah, it was so good. Um, number nine was uh, season four, episode eight, Too Far Gone. That's the fall of the prison. And that's where, you know, obviously – uh, the governor is there with the with uh, Michonne's sword and and Rick, liar. Rick gives the whole speech. We all get to come back. Yeah, liar. And Herschel smiles at him like a proud father. Yeah, and just you know, the hilarity ensues. Tara gives the one of my favorite lines. He just cut a guy's head off with a sword. <laughs> wake, <laughs> wake up. Anyway, uh, Roll, that was Roll Tide, Tara. Yeah. My eighth favorite. Um, season seven, episode eight, oddly enough, which was Heart Still Beating. Uh, that's when Negan has the, the trip back to Alexandria. And uh, he makes. Uh, you love that episode. I, I love it so much. He makes spaghetti with Carl and Olivia. Uh, we have some time to kill. How about, would you like to go back and uh, make, I forget what he says, have sex, make love, whatever. He's like, he's like, why are the, why, the food, he goes, he goes, looking, looking at you, I don't think the food portions are, uh, I think I'm leaving too much food portions. And then she gets all upset. He's like, I'm sorry, that was wrong. Uh, you want, you want to go screw around to make, uh, I'll make it up to you. <laughs> and she slaps him. I'm about yeah. 50% more in More right into now. you. Ah, oh, so good. And then you got no him, guts. You got no guts. How embarrassing. <laughs> you do have guts. They're right here. And then Arat, kill somebody. And, uh, you know, she, she Arat turns and kills Olivia. Oh, so, so good. Yeah. Um, my seventh favorite episode was uh, 716. You said it before, the first day of the rest of your life. Yep, it's when they cool. fight Negan and Alexandria. That widow is alive. Guns a-blazing. Guns a-blazing. Yeah. Um, just amazing. Uh, I, oh, my God. No, they're the best part. I, I lay with him after? Uh, yeah, I was going to say that. Like, I lay with you after? Uh, uh, just the, the whole uh, garbage people, Jadis turn kind of put it up there for me. Um 
All right, my number six, season two, episode seven. You you mentioned it. Uh, pretty much dead already, and the everyone's around the camp outside of um you know Herschel Green's uh, house, and he just blurts out, "There's walkers in the barn," and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "What?" And ends obviously with the uh, zombie Sophia, and all the people who thought they were all tough killing all the zombies. Then Sophia walks out, and it gets real, and they don't have it in them to shoot Sophia because they know who it is. And Rick shoots, you know, a zombie child on television and changes TV <laughs> forever. Just, just absolutely nuts. I, I can't believe that didn't even make my top five. That was the crazy part. So number five, season three, episode four, Killer Within. That's when things go wrong at the prison the first time from that, uh, you know, ex-inmate that got out. That's when, um, you know, Lori ends up dying. They have to do the emergency C-section. Carl ends up having to kill her. And then, you know, they have the baby. They come out after they clear the yard. And Rick's like, where's, 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 where's Lori? And then they just oh, kind of look yeah. at him. No, no, no. And he just cries and turns it, you know, puts himself into into the fetal position. And Carl just almost, uh, you know, just stoic, uh, just crazy. Um, ep- my number four, season three, episode one, when they get the idea to clear the prison. Still just blows my mind that they that they would go there in a zombie show. Perfect. Like, because that's, like, that's a perfect idea for, like, an actual zombie apocalypse. Like, a prison that has gates and walls and barbed wire and all, resources. Like, that's perfect for a zombie apocalypse. And the way they actually showed them executing, like, clearing this, the yard and then the, the building, just amazing. I, I loved it. 3.1. Yeah. Uh, number three, season four, episode fourteen, the Grove. Look at the flowers. Just again, just if you're in a zombie apocalypse and you have a mentally disturbed child who thinks that it's okay to kill people to turn them into zombies because that's that is good and and playing with zombies is good. What what are you supposed to do? Keep this child alive and just chain them up? Like, Carol uh, somehow came to the conclusion that she needed to kill this child. And again, just the fact that they put this on television changed television forever. But it was a very logical decision. It was still gut-wrenching. Just yeah. un- unbelievable. Just, um, murk, just straight murk that kid. Oh. My second favorite episode, 6.9, No Way Out. Excellent. Just When they're walking through the horde and Sam, Mom, Mom, he gets all bit up. The brother freaks out. Uh, Michonne, he tries to shoot Rick. Michonne stabs him. The mom gets, eat up, get, gets mom eaten gets up. The mom gets eaten. And, like, they, they refuse to, to scream. And, but then, the, you know, the other son goes to shoot Rick. Michonne stabs him. Shoots Carl in the eye, and the infamous line, Dad? And, you know, he carries him out of there through the zombie horde. You know, they get him to the infirmary, blah, blah, blah. 
Rick decides it's time to go fight zombies, and Eugene gives the line, nobody gets the clock out today. And they just go through a giant horde out of anger and despair. Amazing. Um, and then, number one, of course, controversial for a lot of people. A lot of people didn't didn't like it. A lot of people were turned off after this, but to me, just the number one. Season 7.1, the day will come when you won't be. We we get introduced to Negan. You know, they all get lined up. This is Lucille. She's a vampire bat. She is thirsty. She's just unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, still to this day, can't just can't believe it. Um, if I had to watch one episode of The Walking Dead, it would be that one. Yeah. Um, and again, when he takes Rick off and just throws Rick go get my hatchet you know just unbelievable oh so good um so that's the list that's 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 the two beers review of, of favorite sh- of favorite scenes I mean there, there's still so many other ones the episode with Eastman the episode where Nicholas dies and Glenn goes under the dumpster Noah's death um I like this most recent one 1123 uh, I didn't have it written down, but the one where they have those people living in the walls, that was insane. Yeah, I was a fan of that one. Clear, uh, where we <laughs> finally see Morgan after three years. I see red! Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, four walls and a roof where they kill all the termites. Um, that was good. In the so, church. Yeah, yeah so, so many good ones. Um, I'm... I'm sad to see it go, but the way the storytelling was gone and the way the ratings are, the ratings it's, it's are down to time. like a million an episode. It, yeah, it's it's overdue. Is it uh, only a million? Yeah, it's. Here, let me get my phone Is back it? up. It's yeah, it's it's. Let me. Uh, I I just had it up. Hold on. I thought they were still like clicking around like six seven million. Um no. Here I'll get to it. Um one point. Wow. This last episode was 1.47. Wow. 1.39, 1.5. This this last season's all been in the ones. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess then, yeah, it's time to go. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you, man. All right. Um, looking forward to it. End of an era. So. End of an era. Too bad we can't do a, too bad if we had if we had the uh, technology, we could do a live watch party. I'm, the technology definitely exists. We just aren't savvy enough. Yeah, exactly. It's going to happen. We're going to see him, though. I'm excited. <sighs> Rick Grimes, please. Please. He's co- He's please, please, coming. please, Scott Gimple, don't let us down. Let's do All right. it. All right, Drew, as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out. Talk about anything that makes you get loud. <laughs>